Hi, welcome to Entrepreneurs Transform Podcast. My name is Greg Twemlow. I'm the host of the program. And just about every week, we'll be talking with entrepreneurs from all over the world who are at very different stages of their journey and who are happy to share their experiences, their learnings, their successes, and even their failures with other entrepreneurs. My guest today is Adam Fazani from GoTrady. Welcome, Adam. Hey, Greg, and uh, thanks for inviting me to Yes, podcast. my total pleasure. And this, this is a podcast, Adam, where we try and get entrepreneurs to kind of, you know, openly share their story and experiences and learnings. I'll just start off with, could you share your mission with us? Yeah, so I think... Um, the exact wording of the mission is really still being formed, but the, the pretense and the reason for what I'm doing is um, it's really to help tradies out. Um, it's I want for tradies of all um, sizes or stages of their career to be able to have the confidence and the ability to become their own boss. Um, I know these guys are fantastic with their hands, um, but yeah, running the business is a, is a different ballgame. So what we're trying to do at GoTradie is, is create a product um, and a platform really that helps support them in, in all their key areas um, and ultimately enable them to become their own entrepreneur. Awesome. And look, what, what prompted your mission? Well, why did you start on this uh, journey? So, going back a few years now, I when I first left school back in the UK, I did um, wanted to be my wanted to be my own boss. Clearly, not knowing anything about the world. But I went out there and thought that doing a trade would be the right place to start. So I did a carpentry apprenticeship for three years until the GFC hit and the lack of ability in that area. So I then changed subsequently and moved into a more admin kind of role before finally becoming an IT project manager at the Commonwealth Bank for six uh, for the last six years. But yeah, I've always held a candle for, for, for the trades and for tradies and what they do. And most of my friends are tradies. So I've been very close to the problems that they've they experience on a day-to-day basis. And, and it's obviously, I mean, imagine it's a massive industry pretty much all over the world, certainly in developed countries. What sort of numbers are there around the size of the market? Yeah, I mean, as exactly as you say, every country in every world needs needs people that construct things and build things and uh, genuinely make our lives like, a little bit more comfortable. Um, in Australia, we're looking at around 250,000 um, residential tradies um, and it actually makes uh, trades or construction services make up uh, 10% of the Australian workforce. Globally, there has been some um, valuations in terms of the size of market around the 800 billion mark. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a very big market. It certainly is. Adam, I'm kind of curious, and I'm sure the listeners will be too, how do you handle the highs and lows of entrepreneurship? Um, well, I've, I chose um, some interesting timing to become a full-time, to do this full-time. Um, after three and a half years of really um, spending all my evenings and weekends and any possible spare moment when I wasn't working, um, doing it. So... Um, yeah, as of March, I'm now full time on this project, and the highs and lows, like anything in life, really, um, you have to build resilience. It's be the the best advice that I can provide anybody. Um, sometimes you get no traction and no way forward, and you have to really believe in what you're doing and have have that little bit of faith that um, the right doors will open for you at the right time. 
yeah, I think listening and getting some really great people around you is, was, has been the key for me. Great. And what's the current status of uh, Go Trading? So we're actually looking at uh, launching this weekend, which is really exciting. And when I say launching, um, that means we can finally get our first tradies on there. Um, we've been working really hard to build that community of trades and explain to them what the product's about and why it will benefit them ultimately. Because, you know, getting rid of the ego is really important as well because ultimately if there's no value in what we're doing then GoTrady ceases to exist um, very quickly. So we believe we've simplified the product to a point where traders will be able to get instant value from what, from what we're um, getting out to the market. Awesome. And so, yeah, like you mentioned timing a minute ago, uh, how has the COVID pandemic impacted you and your startup? If I'm being really honest, at this stage, um, it hasn't. And there's a couple of reasons I, I believe that's the case. Um, the first is that I had been part of the three and a half years um, was, has been um, getting to a point where we could build a product that it's not so much innovation what we're doing. We're actually trying to disrupt the market. So we're looking at competitors. We've, we've really analyzed our competitors and understood why we believe that there's a gap in this market. We're not really so much down the traditional um, innovative side of a startup where we're bringing a brand new product to market but what we are doing is say is being able to disrupt that market so i've been able to plan accordingly and um you know the fact that we're bootstrapping it has meant that i've had to spend a little bit longer than i would have liked uh working um so i got to a point where i was comfortable with the finances i had um for um, you know a bit of runway and yeah, it just so happened to co coincide with the timing of COVID. So I was prepared on the financial front to not be earning any money. And then if we look at the impact that COVID is having on the wider economy, it's actually, I think we're just starting to see what the initial effects and that impact will be. As I've kind of explained the analogy, the car has still been crashing and, and it's only when you get to run over and see how the people are in that car, can you assess the damage? So I think... Um, there was initial concern that uh, trades would be locked down, which didn't happen, which is a great thing for them because it meant they could carry on working through through that time. But I do think you're going to see as the, as the impacts of COVID hits the wider economy, there's going to be a slowdown um, in the trade sector. People pulling money, maybe not doing the jobs um, they would have done. But also there's an opportunity there. That means that maybe people decide to forego holidays this year in in dead and um, invest that money in, in their biggest assets, which tend to be their homes and, and their businesses. So mm. I think we're yet to see what the real impact of COVID is going to sure. be. Now, you mentioned a couple of things. You mentioned bootstrapping and you mentioned that you'd been thinking about GoTrady for three and a half years. So it sounds yep. to me like you've been pretty patient, you know, waiting for the, the right time and the right opportunity. Yeah, I think um, patience is something I've had to learn over that period. Um, I'm naturally quite, I would say, forceful in, in going for what I really want. But the reality is three and a half years ago, as a person, as an individual, I, I actually wasn't ready. Um, now looking back on it, um, I had this idea and there's so much. You need to become a, a subject matter expert or an SME in the field that you're looking at. So. That, that requires hours and hours, or it did for me, hours and hours of research, understanding, and then also working on myself. So getting to a point where I could get people to listen to me because um, as, a, as a young person, you know, 
and you're dealing with business people or coaches or anybody really, you know, we all have limited time. So when you, when you get in front of these guys and girls, you have to, you have to really uh, maximize the time that you have with them. And if you're not brushed up or if you don't sound like you know what you're talking about, they're just not going to give you that second opportunity. So, yeah, I think probably the three and a half years um, for me was probably because I lacked quite a bit in certain areas that I've hoped I've started to close those gaps. That, yeah, patience has been <laughs> And uh, you're, uh, you spent most of that time effectively on your own, but I think you've recently acquired a partner or co-founder. Yeah, so um, that's something that's relatively new. Um, I, I've spent there for for the majority of this journey. Um, I have been on my own doing it. You know, I've had I've had that help from some some really key people, some mentors um, who have been fantastic. But yeah, it's exciting. It's an exciting step forward. Uh, I don't want to talk about it too much at the moment. It's a little bit sensitive on that front. But I tell you what, the push of having a co-founder on board has been huge. And one, it's somebody who you can share that you can share the kind of problems with and get through more work. So definitely, definitely a massive boost to what we're doing. Great. And you just, you did just mention mentors, but I wanted to ask, uh, do you still have people who are mentoring and, and guiding you? Yeah, well, of, of course, Greg, it'd be, uh, it'd be fair to without a shout out to yourself. Um, you know, the work that you and uh, Seven Mile have done have really, really, really helped me to, um, pinpoint certain areas of weakness or have made me think about um, things that I hadn't even considered that I needed to do um, and being located so close to home um, has been fantastic because a lot of the help you find tends to be in the city which isn't always practical for a lot of people to especially if you're living on the beaches I mean I tend to finish work around six o'clock and you know a lot of a lot of people have maybe left the city by that point so the fact that there's, there's been a space um, on the beaches that I can utilise has been fantastic. Um, beyond that, yeah, I've, look, I've had some incredible help um, from, um, I can formally kind of name drop now, which is quite exciting. So I've got the current CEO of BPay, um, John Field, who's now formally on my advisory board, which is sensational to have an active CEO in Australia who's um, supporting, and he's really been a, a, a real mentor to me. Um, also, uh, Mari Collette, who's uh, ex-chief product officer at FPOS Australia as well. She's also formally on our advisory board. Um, and the, the work and the work rate and the um, expertise that she's provided has been second to none. And again, I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for those guys. So I'm really excited that we've managed to formalize their assistance going forward. It's going to be a massive help. That's gr it's great uh, for people to know about uh, that the impact of an advisory board and, and mentors generally. And just in terms of sort of wrapping up, Adam, is there anything else that you'd like to share with people who are thinking about, you know, starting on their, their entrepreneurial journey? Um, I think well, a big game changer for me, uh, and even though it only came within the last six months, was actually I did a product management course. And I think that if you are building a product, um, what the product management course, the biggest takeaway for me was that you have to be solving a real problem. And the problem that you may solve may be huge, but you have to narrow that problem down until it's something that can be achievably solved in a simplistic way. Because if you try and solve the world's problems, you'll, you'll be there forever and you actually get no traction. So just take a component, really map out, write down all of the problems you believe you're solving. Then ask people the questions whether they believe it's a, 
uh, is it is it a problem? Get some get some validation around that point, and then just pick one of those problems to solve in your initial product that you're going to take to market. And once you once you've done that, I think the path becomes a lot clearer. Um, and then you if you solve that well, you can go on to solve the next problem in in potentially the same product. That's uh, I think that's great advice, Adam. I absolutely agree with you on that point. And uh, people often use the term an inch wide and a mile deep, uh, which is basically to say, like you just said, focus focus on one problem and get that nailed before you t- tackle the next problem. Yeah, definitely agree. So we'll see if uh, Go Trady manages to do that. I suppose. <laughs> well, we we you certainly have our best wishes, and and we really thank uh, thank you, Adam, for being on the podcast today. So we've just been talking with Adam Fazani from Go Trady, and can find out more about Go Trady on the website, which is gotrady.com.au. Thanks, Adam, Thanks, and have Chris. a great day. Thank you. Thanks for your time, mate. All the best.